Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Morris Mondays. I'm your host, Dr. James T. Morris, the presiding elder of the Central Florida District of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church and senior pastor of Carter Tabernacle CME Church right here in Orlando, Florida. Today, I want to address some questions uh, that I was asked on last week. Questions of why do Christians suffer just as much, if not more, than non-Christians? Well, first of all, let me share with you that suffering is as much a part of life as joy and celebration. Suffering is something no human can escape. Suffering and pain were introduced to humanity as a result of Adam and Eve's disobedience in the garden. We learn this in Genesis 3, where God curses not only Adam and Eve, but he curses the serpent for their disobedience. He says to the serpent, because you've done this from now on, on your belly you shall crawl, and you shall inhale the dust of the earth. Not only that, but because of what you've done, you will strike at the offspring and they will strike your heel. To the woman Eve, God says, you shall be cursed in childbearing. You shall know great pain. And then he says to Adam, you shall have to labor, work and struggle hard to maintain your livelihood from this day forward. And so the only way to face suffering is to face it head on with the spirit of the Lord as our defender. So David declares in Psalm 7, my defense is of God who saves the upright in heart. That is to say, even though we suffer, if our heart is pure, if our heart is right, God will defend us even in our suffering. Jesus himself put it this way. In this world, you will have trials and tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. That is to say, I will help you even in the midst of your suffering simply because I have overcome the world. In the midst of great trials, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of our time of suffering, we should turn to someone who endured great pain and great loss. That's the book of Job where we find the story of a godly man's undeserved suffering and his ultimate victory. In Job, we find an example of how to live through suffering because Job's suffering was on full display. Job is ultimately, the entire book is about the value of God in the midst of our pain and in the midst of our suffering. It provides for us a glimpse 
of how we suffer and how we should respond to suffering and gives us a peek into how God is sovereign even over our suffering. You see, suffering attacks us at our weakest point, seeks out our limitations and assaults our shortcomings. For Job, the attack was relentless. In a matter of minutes, he lost all of his material possessions, all of his children, his health. His wife offered him no support. And to add insult to injury, his three friends condemned him rather than console him. The book of Job, it opens up by saying, there was a man who lived in the land of us, upright, a man who feared God and eschewed evil. Now, eschewed is an old-fashioned word we don't hear much often these days. But eschewed means that Job deliberately avoided and abstained from anything that was evil. But let me be clear. In the midst of our trials, it is human frailty that causes us to question God. We wonder, like those who asked me the question this past week, why we have to undergo afflictions, why we have to experience tragedy, heartache, and adversity. Suffering is hard to comprehend, especially among the children of God. Those who love him and serve him and worship and adore him. So the question is, what do we do when pain and suffering does not seem to be punishment for our wrongdoing? Beloved, that's a puzzle. It's a mystery. One that is difficult to answer. But just as we receive unmerited favor in this life, we are also called to receive unmerited misery. So we learn in the story of Job that in adversity, God may have other purposes besides retribution for wrongdoing. God's justice is often incomprehensible to our finite minds. We don't understand it. But all suffering does not come to us because we have personally done anything wrong. I've said this to people before and I'll say it in this setting. If you have a car, eventually you're going to have car trouble. So if you have a body, eventually your body's going to break down. You're going to get sick. These are realities of life. These are those things that happen to us that don't happen to us because we've done anything wrong. It's just because we happen to be living in a sinful world. So we learn in the story of Job that in adversity, God does often have other 
reasons for our going through what we go through. Isaiah 55 and 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. My friends, the faithless or those weak in faith, when they get into trouble, often blame God. They have little understanding of God's sovereignty. And when they undergo agony and intense suffering, they often renounce God. But the book of Job forces us to deal with some difficult situations and difficult questions. Questions like, is God just? Does he run the world according to justice? Is serving God better than the loss of possessions or health? Is serving God better than life itself? Let me suggest that it is through our trials, through our pain, through our suffering, that we learn that God is not to be cursed, but rather to be feared and worshiped to be reverenced in the midst of suffering. Job had the right response to his suffering. Job says in chapter 1, verses 20 to 22, the book says, Then Job arose, rent his clothing, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and worshipped, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And in all this, the scripture says, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Job endured undeserved and unmerited suffering. You and I are called to do the same thing. James chapter 5, verse 11 says, Behold, we count them happy, which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord. And the Lord is very pitiable and of tender mercy. As a disciple, James points to the expectation of life's trials and our duty to remain faithful even in their midst. Trouble is humanity's lot. Let me repeat that. Trouble is humanity's lot. But we have an advocate. We have one who will fight our battles for us. We have one who understands our suffering and our pain, our heartaches, our tears, and that is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. 
and that means even through suffering. God bless you. God keep you. God make his face to shine upon you. And remember, heaven is watching how we respond. Thank you. Submit your questions today to Pastor Morris at ctcmeav at gmail.com or leave them below in the comments right here on our Facebook page. Pastor Morris is ready to answer your questions. See them featured in the next episode. You can now listen to Hashtag Morris Mondays in a podcast format available at anchor.fm slash Morris Mondays and right now on Spotify anytime, anywhere, anyplace. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Morris Mondays. There you can get more information on Hashtag Morris Mondays, submit your questions, and listen and see exclusives from Morris Mondays.